what's better in life than a bottle of wine, great food, and an amazing conversation? My name is Kate Sullivan, and I am the host of To Dine For. I'm a journalist, a foodie, a traveler with an appetite for the stories of people who are hungry for more. Dreamers, visionaries, artists, those who hustle hard in the direction they love. I travel with them to their favorite restaurant to hear how they did it. This show is a toast to them and their American dream. Thank you to the sponsors of To Dine For The Podcast, American National and Spiritless. To Dine For The Podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. For 115 years, American National has remained committed to helping people and communities make a real difference in their lives. American National supports great local community organizations led by the kind of people you hear about on To Dine For, people who are inspired to make a difference and inspire others in return. American National's philosophy is helping where it's needed helps us all. For a description of the American National companies, the products they write, and the states in which they're licensed, visit americannational.com dine. Spiritless supports the conscientious cocktailer who wants to live fully but drink differently. Their signature Kentucky 74 is a distilled non-alcoholic spirit for your favorite bourbon cocktails. It's zero alcohol zero guilt, and just 15 calories per serving. Whether you go completely spiritless or go halfsies with a foolproof bourbon to lower the ABV in your cocktail, you can get your bottle today at spiritless.com. Use promo code TODINEFOR to get free shipping. Welcome to To Dine For The Podcast, where we meet the world's most creative and innovative minds at their favorite restaurant. On today's episode is Deepak Chopra. I consider myself an explorer of reality beyond human constructs. Deepak Chopra, a man who put mindfulness on the map and made meditation mainstream. His life's journey is a fascinating one. And today he's taking me to his favorite restaurant in New York City to eat what he loves and find out why he loves it. And then this 70-something is dishing about his 90th book, and the four simple questions we can ask ourselves that just might lead to the answers we are all seeking. Today I'm in New York City, on my way into ABC Kitchen, known for simple, delicious, farm-to-table dishes. It makes sense, because the man who's taking me here is a master of meditation, of mindfulness, and finding greater meaning in our lives. His name is Deepak Chopra. Hi Deepak, how are you? Kate Sullivan, so nice to meet you. Thank you for doing this. This is wonderful. It should be fun. The second you meet Deepak Chopra, you know you're meeting someone on a different plane, in a different realm. Well, you know, we can solve the mystery of the universe and our existence just by having this meal. During lunch? If you want to go. I'm ready for it. Are you? Let's do it. (laughs) You're always ready, right? Let's do it. Deepak is taking me on a journey today to his favorite restaurant in the world. ABC Kitchen, located in the heart of Manhattan, is really a neighborhood restaurant. One of the first true farm-to-table restaurants in New York City, where the fresh fruit and vegetables are the stars of the show. Walking inside, you are transported to a beautiful farmhouse setting with careful consideration for every detail, from the lighting to the fresh flowers to the decor. 
This is the creation of world-famous chef Jean-Georges von Richten, who has been a mainstay of the New York culinary scene for decades. What do you think of Deepak choosing your restaurant as his favorite? I'm not surprised because he's, he's been living here for the last <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> Does he live here? A, no, but that's, I feel it's his living room, it's dining room, so he comes here as often as he's in town. A true powerhouse in the culinary world, Jean-Georges has Michelin star restaurants across the globe. Las Vegas, London, Paris, Shanghai, and Tokyo, and is perhaps best known for the restaurant of his namesake, Jean-Georges, right here in New York. It's always been a dream of mine for many years. You know, it's uh, six months during the year. We buy 95% of our vegetables and produce from uh, Union Square. You know, it's like people want to know where things come from. Sourcing is so important. People say, oh, it's a carrot salad, but they want to know where do carrots come from. So. You are known for your impeccable service on all of your restaurants. What do you want people to experience when they come to a Jean-Georges restaurant? I feel like food is probably one of the last few pleasures in life. <laughs> also, I think people, when they come in, I want them to forget everything and just, you know, relax, enjoy. We want to make sure the first bite is as exciting as the last bite. And so it makes perfect sense that the man who teaches about the powerful connection between mind and body would take me to a restaurant known for its reverence for the source of quality ingredients in an out-of-this-world setting. And thank you for bringing me to ABC Kitchen. What a spectacular restaurant. Yeah, it's my favorite restaurant. In fact, this is my usual table here. This is your table? Yes. So we're sitting at Deepak's table? Yes, you are. So of all the restaurants that you could have taken me to, especially in New York. Why did you choose ABC Kitchen? Because the food here is farm to table at ABC Kitchen. There are no chemicals in the food, no antibiotics, no hormones, no petroleum products, which is mostly all of refined, manufactured, processed food. Uh, there's a great diversity of plant-based foods, which are the healthiest foods for your microbiome. And if you're willing to go there with me, by just having this meal, we can solve the mystery of our existence. Whoa, what a claim. I cannot wait to solve the mystery of our existence with Deepak Chopra. But first, let's take a look at what's on the menu today. We're having corn soup with chili oil, lime, and basil, roasted carrots with garlic and herbs, a delicata squash salad with a yogurt dressing, and topped with a lot of pecorino cheese. Oh, you can smell that lemon. Yes. In this hour, we In, can solve the mystery absolutely. of existence. Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. So, uh, we call this corn soup, right? Right. And basil and whatever else is there in it. That's a human construct mm -hmm. for an experience. What is the experience? Well, the experience is smell. Wow. Taste. It's delicious. Interpretation of taste. Yes. Delicious. Delicious. Texture. Mm -hmm. And if you swallow the, the solid ingredient, mm -hmm. sensation. Mm. And as you swallow it, sensation. So the actual experience is smell, taste, texture, interpretation of that, and uh, sensations. Visually, it's a color, a form, Let a me shape. stop you there. So what you just did, which is to really kind of break it down, 
for, through all the senses. Is that what it means to be mindful? To be aware of those sensations, those images, those colors, those forms, those textures, the taste, the sensation as it goes down. That is mindful awareness of this meal. Yes. So it's the beginning of mindfulness. It's, it's to really start, really start noticing and being aware of every sense that you're experiencing. Correct. Without actually even labeling it. To have that experience without labeling it is raw experience. Before we call it corn soup. Okay. Before we call it delicious. Uh, delicious. When it comes to the world of mindfulness and meditation, Deepak Chopra has put the journey inward on the map. At 73 years young, he has millions of fans and devoted followers all over the world. He is the author of 90, yes, 90 books, including this, his latest, Meta Human, Unleashing Your Infinite Potential. Do you consider yourself a teacher first and foremost? Because right now I feel like I'm in the midst of an amazing lesson. I consider myself an explorer of reality beyond human constructs. Deepak's life has been a journey and an evolution of consciousness. How important is your work with meditation? And how important is meditation in your everyday life? These days, it has assumed even more importance than all my life. So I spend two hours in meditation every morning. Two uh, hours every morning. Every morning. Wow. Uh, and it includes contemplative self-inquiry, experience of gratitude, awareness of the body, awareness of my mental space, awareness of perceptions, awareness of awareness, and then transcendence, which means going beyond all thought. So I'm a point in my life where I feel that I'm in meditation all the time right you now. You do? Yes. Do you ever feel anxiety? I don't. You never feel no, anxiety? No, I've realized um, that all fear comes from the unknown or looking at the unknown, but actually that's the only reality. The known has already happened. <laughs> so once you realize that, you live in the unknown all the time. And that's a very comfortable feeling because the unknown is all possibilities, infinite possibilities. To really understand Deepak Chopra, it is important to understand where he came from and how his ideology evolved. Born in India in 1946, his father was a prominent cardiologist. Deepak became a doctor himself, studying endocrinology. He taught at Tufts, Boston University, and Harvard. He became interested in Ayurvedic medicine as well as alternative medicine. Chopra traces the very roots of this curiosity and mind-body exploration to one pivotal event in his childhood that would forever change the course of his life. I was six years old. I was living with my grandfather and my grandmother. My parents were in England. My father was studying to be a cardiologist. Mm -hmm. And one day he sent a telegram that he had passed all his exams. He was now a member of the Royal College of Physicians in England. So my grandfather was so excited by this. He was a retired army sergeant in the British Army. He took his rifle up to the roof and he celebrated by firing a few rounds. He took uh, me and my brother to the carnival. It 
took us to a movie, Alibaba and the Forty Thieves. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to a restaurant. We celebrated, and that night, in the middle of the night, he died. Mm-hmm. He was, I I woke up to the wailing of women and my grandmother because he had passed away. I didn't know what was happening. The next day, he was taken to cremation. His whatever remained of him was brought back as a bunch of ashes in a bottle, in a jar. And an uncle of mine said, what's life? Yesterday he was celebrating with the kids, going to the movies and the carnival, and now he's there as a bunch of ashes. Mm. And yeah, at six years of age, I had my first existential dilemma. Who are we? What's going on? What happens to us after we die? Where did your grandfather go? Where did he go? Did he have a soul? Does God exist? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I trained as a physician. So my first um, foray into existence was looking at the human body Mm -hmm. as a machine made of molecules and atoms. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, if you lift your hand up, you're using the mind to do something which is very physical. Where is that? intention, where is that thought? Mm-hmm. So I, when I was seeing patients, I saw two people could have the same illness, see the same physician, get the same treatment, have different outcomes. Started to think about the mind mm. and emotions mm. and how they regulate how our body. How two patients could have different outcomes, what was the cause from the out- outcomes if they, all, if they both had the same issue? Same issue, same disease, same treatment, same doctor. And what was the answer? We'll have more from our delicious meal in just a minute. But first, thank you to our sponsors. To Dine For the podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. There's a funny thing about most insurance commercials, whether they feature lizards or birds or funny cartoon characters. It seems like they want you to think about anything but insurance. American National, on the other hand, has real local agents who get to know you so they can help you reach better decisions about your insurance to make sure you're protecting what matters most to you. American National Agents are part of your community. They're your neighbors. So whether it's solutions for your home, your small business, your farm, or your life, you can count on your local American National Agent to make sure you get the discounts you deserve and the protection you need without paying for extras you don't. With American National, you get an ally, not just a web page. For a description of the American National companies, the products they write in the states in which they're licensed, visit AmericanNational.com dine. If you're like me, there are times when you want to feel like you're having a fancy cocktail, but you don't actually want the alcohol. So I love Kentucky 74 from Spiritless. It's a distilled, non-alcoholic spirit for your favorite bourbon cocktails, but with just 15 calories per serving and none of the guilt. You can pre-order your bottle today at spiritless.com. Use the promo code to dine for to get free shipping. Now back to our conversation. The answer is we were missing many elements of experience other than just the physical body. Mm -hmm. You have a mind, you have emotions, you have relationships, Mm -hmm. you sleep, you exercise, you move, you eat food, you have experience and every experience is modulating. Now we know through epigenetics and through neuroplasticity, it's modulating what's happening in your body. Mm -hmm. So yeah, from internal medicine, endocrinology, neuroscience, then to mind-body medicine, integrative medicine, and finally to what the heck is going on. 
Since then, he has spent his life promoting the fruits of alternative medicine. He's become a best-selling author with millions of followers on social media. He has, as you might say, taken mindfulness mainstream, but it almost never happened. If you look back on your life, was there something that did not go the way you thought it would that actually ended up being one of the best things that ever happened to you? Yes. When I was training, when I started to become curious about how experience shapes what we call the body-mind world experience, Mm -hmm. I tried to write about it, publish it, send my observations as a physician to medical journals. Everybody rejected everything I said. Really? Yeah, my first book was self-published in 1985. Wow. It was called Creating Health, The Mind-Body Connection. Nobody wanted (laughs) to publish it. it. But then somebody, some kid picked it up and gave it to his mother, who happened to be a book agent, and she called me and she said, her name is Muriel Nellis, I'm still in touch with her. But she said, you ought to have a good publisher. How much did you spend for this? I said, 5000 She said, I'll give you 5000 and get your publisher. That was the beginning. But wow. for a while, the rejection was um, very disheartening. What do you do on a day when things aren't going your way? Things are... See, one of the things I start with, my day is I surrender to uncertainty in which case nothing ever goes wrong. Once you decide that you're living in the unknown, you surrender to uncertainty, which is the fundamental state of our consciousness, otherwise it wouldn't be creative. Mm-hmm. If, if everything was certain, there would be no creativity. You'd be a biological robot, mm-hmm. an algorithm. Mm-hmm. So I surrender to uncertainty, and then nothing in my life ever goes wrong. So uh, missing a plane or being stuck in traffic? How does it change your life five years from now or even tomorrow? You know, of course, you don't purposely miss your plane Mm -hmm. or get stuck in a traffic. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing you can do about it, right? Right. So you have to find a creative outlet. If I miss a plane, I start thinking, so what should I write now? Mm. You know, I have three hours extra. I should write something, or I should at least think of a new idea. So you find opportunity in Every whatever. Every time. That's what good luck problem. is, by the way. Good luck is opportunity meeting preparedness. Mm. And the preparedness is when people say things go wrong, <laughs> that's preparedness. <laughs> because actually, what goes wrong is, is just your interpretation of how things should be. For all the millions who see Chopra as a prophet of mindfulness, he does have his naysayers and detractors who call him a pseudoscientist. I used to handle them with resentment, defensiveness, anger. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Um, In the beginning of my own journey. Mm -hmm. But then I realized at a certain point that if I did that, I would be at the mercy of every other stranger on the street. You know, somebody says something nice to you, you're immediately flattered. Somebody says something mean and you're offended for the rest of your life. I didn't want to live like that. So I decided at a certain point to be independent of both criticism and flattery. Mm. And it's an amazing freedom place to be. Yeah? Amazing freedom to be. And how 
did that happen? Was it, um, was it through meditation or was it a process? How did you get there? Because I think, I think a lot of people watching would like to be there. Through just asking myself, who am I? What do I want? Do I have a purpose in existence? And what am I grateful for? That was my journey, basically. Starting with these four questions. Who am I? I didn't know the answers. And I think it's not even important to know the answers. If you live the questions, then somehow life moves you into the so-called answers which are appropriate for you at that stage in life. For, for, the, for the beginner to mm. all of your teachings, to someone who is just trying to grasp what you're saying, what would you advise someone who, just as I, just as I said, is, is watching this and is in a, not a good mental state? Maybe they're depressed, maybe they're full of grief, maybe they have some physical pain. To shift so them. instead of saying, I am depressed, say to yourself, I am having depressive thoughts. Then go a little further. I am the awareness in which these thoughts are arising and subsiding. I is the constant in the changing experience of thoughts because no matter what thoughts you're having, there are other thoughts at the moment also available mm -hmm. to you. No matter what perception you're choosing to experience, you can choose mindfully any experience you want. And so if you're going through grief or depression, that's your mind. By becoming the non-judgmental observer of that, you begin to shift. It's the highest intelligence. Spiritual traditions tell us to observe yourself without judging yourself. You know, there's a Sanskrit, may I use a Sanskrit of expression? So the state of being in Sanskrit, which is the ancient language uh, primordial, is Sat Chit Ananda. So Sat means truth of existence. We cannot deny that there is existence. Here we are. Right. So that's truth. Chit means knowing, awareness. So there is existence, but there's also the awareness that we exist. Mm -hmm. Now, if there wasn't awareness that we exist, then there's no existence to be experienced. Mm -hmm. So the two go together. The most fundamental fact of existence, not existence, but the fact that we are aware of existence. Mm -hmm. And that gives rise to what is called ananda, mm -hmm. which is infinite joy mm -hmm. coming from the fact of non-limitation. So Satchit Ananda does mean I am infinite possibilities, I know I am infinite possibilities, I know I have no limitations, and therefore I have endless joy. Do you have endless joy? Yes. <laughs> but it's not because of a reason. I have endless joy because I'm grateful that I exist mm. and that I have awareness of existence. What more could you have? Doesn't it all begin with gratitude? It begins with gratitude because gratitude is an acknowledgement of the miracle of existence. Mm. It's not, I'm not grateful for this, that or that. That would be lack of gratitude. Ah. Okay. The fact that you exist and you're grateful for not only existence but awareness of existence and limitless is joy. Mm. That's fundamental joy. Mm. If you have happiness for a reason, it's misery because the reason could be taken away from ah. you anytime. 
to observe but yourself without judging yourself. Is the highest, highest intelligence. It's called being. What would you tell someone who wants to begin to take the first step to living a life of infinite possibilities, of freedom, of more mindfulness? Sit quietly for five minutes, only five minutes. Put your awareness in your heart and ask these four questions. Who am I? What do I want? What's my purpose? What am I grateful for? And you've begun the journey of self-awareness and transformation. Just that. So you are the source of inspiration for so many people. Who inspires you? Well, uh, as a child, my parents, they were the total embodiment of inspiration and they were great storytellers. And they imbued uh, both me and my brother with self-esteem. Now I'm inspired by my grandchildren and because they're still full of wonder. wonder. And uh, in between, I was inspired by people like uh, Nelson Mandela, uh, the Dalai Lama, Mother Teresa, many, many people who are not famous. Is, is there one person living that you learn the most from? Would be very difficult, other than my grandkids. That's fascinating. Yeah. Because of what they, how they experience the world is so because pure. Joy and wonder and curiosity and playfulness are the essence of being. After a fantastic meal, Deepak and I venture out into a beautiful fall day in New York City. Deepak wants to show me the source of the food we just ate. And so we take a stroll just a few blocks away to the Union Square Green Market, one of the first farmer's markets in New York City. And this is where uh, when we cook at home and my wife is cooking, yeah. this is where we get our food from. Isn't it wonderful to see fresh produce in the middle of New Absolutely. York City? Absolutely. Fresh from the farm, direct from the earth into your body. If you had to teach the world one concept, what would it be? Well, it's nothing new. Know yourself. If you don't know yourself, you don't know nothing. Because you start with yourself. Every experience starts there. And so it goes all the way back to Socrates. Know thyself. When people think of Deepak Chopra, what would you like them to think? Well, there was this guy, he said some interesting things, he's gone, but there's some little fragrance that lingers. <laughs> some truth? Maybe, something. Something that'll trigger maybe a greater truth. What brings you the greatest joy right now? Just gratitude for existence. And I am grateful for my time with Deepak Chopra a visionary and master teacher who has spent his life trying to understand the impact of the mind on the body, a man who has meditated so much he has no anxiety, a man who has freed himself from the opinions of others and lives in a state of gratitude. He admits it hasn't been easy. It's been a journey, an evolution, a discovery. What I learned from Deepak is that when you ask yourself the big questions long enough, and sit in silence to listen, someday you might just get to live the answers. Thanks for listening to To Dine For, the podcast. For more information on the show, the guests, and the podcast, head to todinefortv.com. 
You can find us on Instagram at To Dine For TV and Facebook at To Dine For with Kate Sullivan. Thanks to the sponsors of To Dine For the podcast, American National and Spiritless. Special thank you to producer and sound editor John Golmer. To the loyal followers of this program, cheers, stay hungry, and stay inspired. I'll see you back at the table soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.